Hi guys, welcome back to Growing Up Halal. I'm your host, Hanan. And I'm your co-host, Aisha. I'm your co-host, Sophia. And I'm your co-host, Avina. With the premonition of the good vibes and hustle culture, we're seeing a trend of optimism, um, working hard and keeping your spirits up. But this trend is often having drastic ne- negative effects on people's mental health. And today we're going to get into the topic, which is toxic positivity. So let's get right into it. Um, according to Jamie Zuckerman, um, toxic positivity is the assumption either by oneself or others that despite a person's emotional pain or difficult situation, they should only have a positive mindset or um, positive vibes. And toxic positivity can take many forms. It could be uh, a family member who's, you know, telling you not to express frustration um, instead of listening to why you're upset or why you're, you know, you don't feel happy. Um, And it could be a comment like, you know, look on the bright side or be grateful for what you have. But um, a lot of times when people do that, you, it, it kind of like is forcing you to be positive or like, it's kind of like compulse positivity and that always cannot, you know, that sometimes brings like a lot of negative effects to your mental health and your, your well-being. It forces people to like bottle in a lot of their emotions instead of, um, you know, expressing whatever their experience might be. And that's, that's doing the opposite, if anything. Of course. So this article actually brings up a lot of good points. Um, it actually talks about this lady who was laid off from her staff job during quarantine. And obviously there were so many people who went through the same experience, but what she found was everyone around her just constantly was telling her to stay positive and that it could have been so much worse. Like her husband still has a job, like she still has money, so she should be grateful. But really let her take the time to dwell on the fact that, okay, she didn't have a job anymore. She didn't have a routine anymore and, you know, didn't have almost a purpose with whatever she was doing before. And she knows that no one meant to hurt her by saying all of these things, but, you know, it, it still hurts. Like, it still hurts when someone's trying to, um, you know, invalidate, forgot what the word was, trying to invalidate um, your struggles and your feelings because other people might have a worse time with them. And I definitely do think it's important to remember that positivity is a good thing. And it is helpful to know that if you're in any like low point or low situation, that it is going to get better. And it's comforting to know that, um, you know, it's not always going to be like that. But in some situations, it's just not the right time or not the right place. Unnecessary and um, too much positivity in situations that you could kind of just sum up with empathizing with that person instead of just telling them that things will get better when in reality they probably won't yeah like that's why it's like that's what we're like the title of this episode is like positivity toxic or harmless like we come to think that positivity positive you know it's like happy and like it's a good thing you know and we don't tend to think about the negative effects or I guess how people can take it to an extreme like the same thing with like envy like you see like malicious envy which is like envying someone and then like the you're using it for like bad reasons or like creating on them or you're you know it's like for bad reasons but then there's like benign envy which is like help like benign envy is when you're using your I guess admiration for someone to motivate you to do more 
So like there's that difference between like, you know, taking it to a bad extreme, right? Yeah. She's that same thing with positivity where it's like, you can either be really extreme with it and be like, use it for the bad reasons or use it for good reasons. And it motivates you to do, be productive and um, do well. But it's a problem when there is a pressure to appear okay, because when you feel pressured to be like that, it's invalidating all of your negative emotions. And like what you said about like benign envy and like just malicious envy, like I feel like that's such a, they're literally the same word and that's such a thin line to walk and you have to really be careful when you're trying to empathize with someone or if someone's going through a hard time, you have to be really, you have to really be careful with, you know, inappropriately inserting your optimism on them versus you trying to um, lift them up and uplift them. You have to really read the situation. Yeah, and some people have said that, um, you know, in situations where they were obviously very worried or traumatized and depressed, like the response they get um, with that much positivity, it just makes them want to justify why, why they're feeling sad and why they have the right to feel that way. And you end up kind of just arguing with the person about why you should be feeling sad because um, it gets more of like people are trying to, I guess, it's being counterproductive and it's like unintentionally gaslighting. I guess to help people that um like invalidated feeling yeah definitely like um it's even like mentioned how like healthcare workers and other essential workers like that have to go out and stuff like that like obviously they don't have the time to be you know do like maybe pursue new hobbies or become like a professional chef during quarantine or that type of thing like they obviously don't have the time for that and they're seeing like the brunt of like what's going on with COVID and they're the ones who have to experience it and you know imagine they might be like told like oh be positive like it's fine like it's going to be okay like that you know no one should have to go through that and like they should have some support and like what Aisha was saying before like people who are facing depression or other mental health illnesses like being told that oh it's going to be fine and having to justify why you're sad when you don't know why like you know you shouldn't have to deal with that you should like get the help that you deserve and other people shouldn't be trying to tell you that you should be looking having a more positive outlook because you don't need to like it's okay for you not to have a more positive outlook I mean like we can apply this to our own lives like even as high school students we see this at a smaller scale like in the high school um uh because there is this pressure to be productive um and we see this especially during the pandemic where everyone's stuck at home like you have so much time on your hands. So a lot of people are doing so many things and like putting it out on social media. And when you see that, you, you feel the pressure. You're like, oh, I need to be doing something too. Like, am I doing enough? And it's like the pandemic starts and everyone's like, oh, you have so much time. Like do this, do that. Like start this nonprofit, go do this internship. Like do all these things, like make a positive impact in the world. But we don't realize that there are people who um, like they're, I guess like, they like feel people inadequate. Forget people forget mm -hmm. that this pandemic is a literal like virus that is going around and killing people and mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah. in the lives of so many other people. And that this isn't just like, oh, like we just don't have school. Like this is time to be productive when there are people who are going through like probably the worst points of their life. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people who are suffering because of the pandemic, like whether it be for like mental health reasons or literally people who they know are going through COVID and um, they're their family members are working, um, you know, in healthcare services, um, they may be like, they may feel like ashamed that their, um, I guess their, what they're trying to do every day is just get through the day. 
and you know yeah. get through the day without a panic attack or get through the day without crying you know like everyone has their own challenges and just when they're going through that and they, they go on social media and they see these like people like doing so many things and like putting it out there like oh I'm so productive I'm doing so many things it's like really like you know yeah it's really like hurtful like it just makes people feel so inadequate and also like just reading this article I kind of realized that I've done this before where a friend of mine will like tell me something like something's like they're having a bad day or something's going wrong and I'll be like oh look on the bright side like there's this or like you know I I, I didn't realize like that could also like just not help the situation like you know there could be better alternatives to handling um that sort of problem and I feel like it's it's something that we should all be aware of like in the future just like yeah I think so making those comments yeah I think the most important like solution for this is just to like try and empathize with people I think we should like normalize not your first reaction to someone telling you bad news is to like be super positive and tell them oh like it's gonna get better you can just be a good listener and like support them and help okay. them reduce the impact that that situation has on their life rather than like just try to tell them it's going to be okay when you know in reality it might not be um you know you don't have to like problem solve every situation someone brings to you you can just talk about like similar feelings or experiences that you've had and help them get through it um you know just like by empathizing i guess yeah i didn't like uh people say this a lot but a lot of time a lot of the times when uh, someone comes to you with, with a problem they're not really looking for advice uh, they're going to figure out what to do but they really just want someone to em- empathize with them and like validate whatever they're going through of course um i think that brings up like a good point like this article like lists a bunch of ways for how to deal with toxic positivity Mm-hmm. So the first thing is like avoid ignoring or stuffing your emotions and like that kind of relates to what you guys were saying before because you know if those people never came to you it would be harmful for them as well as you know they couldn't really get help from you or even have a listening ear so I guess it's important that other people make themselves available to listen and like make their friends and family members feel like okay if they come to me like they like they know that I will listen to them and I won't get up on their business and try to tell them what to do next or like how to fix their problems like when in reality all they're looking for like I should said is someone um to listen to them like there are actual studies like you know the study um in this article from UCLA that shows that when you're putting your feelings into words like there is actually a reduction and the intensity of emotions such as sadness, anger, and pain. So we see like scientific um, proof for like supporting like the the benefits of like telling people, like talking to people and empathizing with them, um, and just making sure you're you're acknowledging how you feel. Yeah, yeah there was a study done um, about two years ago by like the National National Library of Medicine that. They had done a study and the research showed that accepting negative emotions rather than dismissing them are more beneficial to a person's mental health in the long run, just because they're taking in like, um, they're like really processing their emotions and really like understanding the situation and using that to help them later on. Um, Because people who like avoid acknowledging difficult emotions end up feeling worse later because you don't know how to process what's happening to you and the more it happens and like the more time you spend not acknowledging it and not and not being surrounded by people who are helping you do that um it just like ruins your mental health later on so I think it's really important to like 
really like like actually like process your emotions and accepting the ne- negative stuff um yeah. and using it to like learn and grow i think they said this at the end of the article yeah um, they said as Zuckerman says failure to effectively process uh, emotions in a timely manner can lead to a myriad of psychological difficulties including disturbed disrupted sleep increased substance abuse risk of uh, acute stress response prolonged grief uh, or even ptsd like i know like we can talk about this at a large scale but have you guys like i guess experiences at a small scale just like considering that we're high school students and we're at a competitive school we see you know it, it, there's a lot of competition where we are um so have you guys ever had to deal with any sort of toxic positivity in the environment that we're in? I think, I mean, I feel like everyone, it's like a universal thing, but um, like if you are taking a really hard test and the person next to you like asks you what you get and you probably got like an 80 and they got like a 98 and they're like, oh, I did so bad, but like yours is fine too. And I guess that like in some way, it's just uncomfortable to like say anything else, but the fact that people are, or well, how am I trying to word this? Like people who, um, like if you're probably doing like a less, like not as well as someone else and um, they kind of just try to mask that by saying that it's fine. Like it's, um, you know, hard for everyone or whatever, or like, oh, that's just how it is. That made no sense. I don't know what I'm saying. No, I, I, I don't know how to word that. No, that, that happens like a, a lot. Like when you get a bad grade and someone else is like oh that's fine you can like you'll be fine like it's not that bad like you know when they say that I'm like you could get like a 70 on a test and they could have gotten a 90 and they'll be like oh it's okay like yeah it was hard or whatever but like Mm -hmm. but when people are like when people say like oh you got a 70 like it's okay you can improve on the next one and like you can work hard and get like you know do better and they help you they give you the resources and like they kind of like help you like they tell you how they did well and like what they did to do well when people like when people do that like I feel like okay like this person is yeah it was like a really nice gesture to do to somebody even like just at least being like and more encouraging instead of just kind of being like oh that's okay like it's still a good score like I think we both know that the 70 is not <laughs> a good score like no facts facts like um I understand that like if people are at different like level points academically or whatever but if we're both we both know that we both don't think that's a good score like for us at least at our point or like you know what I mean like if we both know that we that one of us didn't do as well or like didn't get to where they wanted to go to I feel like just kind of being like um oh that's okay that's fine like you did really well is not really like being encouraging is not the most helpful thing I think like it's kind of the same thing when it comes to like not even just academics but like actually no it applies to academics as well like academics and extracurriculars depending on how rigorous your classes are or how much you're doing like if you're if you tell one of your friends or you tell someone like oh like I don't feel like I'm doing enough like I feel like you know so many other people are doing so many more things the response like I frequently get or like other people frequently get I guess would be like no it's okay like you still have time you still have time to do more you still have time to figure things out and while that might be true I feel like sometimes it just like sucks to hear because you're like okay but maybe I don't like I don't know like maybe I'm yeah. not in a position yeah. to do more or I, like I'm having a bad week and all I wanted to hear was like it's like it's okay like you're, you're doing fine as is like but that's usually not what you hear 
especially because of how competitive our school is and especially because everyone's kind of succumbed to the reality that, like if you're not doing everything it's going to be really like maybe you're not going to get like reach the goals that you want maybe you're not going to be able to do what you want to do and like those are like hard things to deal with I feel like and toxic positivity yeah. kind of grazes over all of it and I think the most important part is the fact that we're like being at a competitive school everyone's at the same point like everyone else has that same feeling of like I'm not doing enough but for some reason when you say that out loud the response you get is oh it's okay you still have time when um you know you could have just re- like you could have just responded with yeah I feel the same like I feel like the mm-hmm. same way too because most likely they probably do but I feel like everyone is so conditioned to be like your first response to bad news or any negative feelings from someone else is to just tell them it's going to be okay and that's going to get better and try to be positive but um literally the best like response could be to empathize with them i guess like this kind of goes off of omna's point of like the competitive culture that's just emerging but like I, i've noticed that people like to brag about how sleep deprived they are or <laughs> how they didn't get any sleep because they were working on something really productive and like that in itself is just extremely toxic and it's promoting that you have to be productive at all times of the day kind of thing to be to to be fair though like <laughs> out of the experiences that i had where i've had to stay up late because i've procrastinated on it <laughs> or like yeah. like i um i don't know had like clubs or like sports or something and then i'd come home late and then do work later like a lot of the times like that no that's kind of related to what you're saying though like i feel like a lot of people like they're not honest about why they're staying up late. Yeah. Like they're they they say like, oh, I'm staying up late because I'm doing so much. I'm taking such hard classes. Like because they're procrastinating or they're struggling exactly. or they're having a hard time with the work. Like they, but they don't say that part, right? Like you don't know like the struggles. And I feel like that part that. is important to say mm-hmm. because it does normalize it and it does make it okay. Because like we're literally all in high school. We're like we're all doing the same thing. We're taking the same hard classes. And I feel like to. Um, kind of just try to like push it around as like a, oh I'm doing so well and like I'm studying so much and when you're like reality not and you're getting like you're not doing very well I don't know I feel like just normalizing the fact of being like yeah I'm not doing well and I like I'm not going to try to mask that by just saying that I'm doing what I'm I don't know that makes no sense no no <laughs> and it's because people just put out the perfect perfect image of them um not just on social media because I mean you do sit on social media where and like you people's like LinkedIn's and their resumes it's just like only their good parts right because they need to promote that but like even in school like no one really talks about their struggles like I know like with my personal like when I'm talking to my friend like there are certain friends who they do talk about their struggles because like they they're open they, they feel comfortable sharing those you know feelings but there are some people who like they just seem perfect and they don't say anything about like their struggles yeah and I get that like they, it might be difficult to like say that but when I see them like like seemingly not struggling when I'm doing the same thing as them and it's just like so demotivating and discouraging um and like that definitely was why I struggled during freshman year personally when I was just around so many smart and competent people and everyone just seemed to be doing well and I was like why am I the only one who is like suffering and like 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 so out of place and like so like you know disorganized and stuff like I just felt like just seeing where everyone else was at, I'm like, what am I doing? You know, I just felt really discouraged. Um, it's yeah. really sad because then if you really asked other people that year, they probably would have said the same thing as you, but the, everyone was just putting on a mask. So you would never know. Yeah, I think it's just like a conditional thing. Um, I don't really know how it started. I don't know if it's like um, 
like maybe like our parents or how we grew up or just like how we grew up in school and stuff like that but um mm-hmm. I definitely do think that it's a thing that should change because it's just everyone's at the same place and I feel like we've all just been so conditioned to like only show the best parts and I guess that's goes hand in hand with like social media and stuff like that that you only show like your happiest moments or like the best parts of your life like only going on vacation or going to do cool things instead of like yeah yeah and I think like seeing so many people do it like I you know I definitely think like the four of us other people that we know wouldn't have an issue sharing our struggles but then you see so many people not doing that and you see so many people just constantly like I guess yeah you're right like putting on a facade and stuff like that like even the people who are comfortable talking about their struggles and who think that it's an important thing to do start to like fade away and they start to like fall into the habits of other people too because that's what's socially acceptable right like no one really is posting about all the things that went wrong in their day they're only posting about the stuff that they thought they did right or the fun things so like even like on stuff like private stories and things like that like people only really tell their very close friends the things that go wrong and like obviously like that makes sense like you're only really going to talk to your very close friends about stuff that you know you personally had problems with but that like leaves out so many other people who could be struggling with the fact that they think their life isn't as perfect as yours. Wait should we like segue into our goals for the year and like how we're gonna be positive the rest of the year? I haven't made those. I'm gonna be honest. I don't have any goals. I, yeah. I mean, I don't have like set goals. I just like while we're talking, like, do we have any? Do we think I just, we have I want to get into college. Hi. Still a thing. Yeah, us too. Okay. Yeah. I think more specifically, I want to get into college and not like become a pulp of a person in the process. Like, that's my personal goal. Like, <laughs> not like completely like die of stress and like of comparing myself to other people like you know hopefully that's I can remember to keep away the toxic positivity from myself because you know it's my choice whether or not I acknowledge that kind of stuff and hopefully I can trust myself not to as much anymore in 2021. It's so hard but like I think we I don't know if like the pandemic like being at home helped us stay from that work like I don't know about you Hanan like do you think I don't know. Um, I don't think like being, not seeing people. Like I feel like it was a double-edged sword. Like it, you weren't in yeah. that competitive environment anymore. But still, being at home all the time, all of the day is kind of difficult. Yeah. Because you're seeing everything online, and like it's even more perfect online. It's so yeah, much, it's like... more perfect online. <laughs> <laughs> even at school, like you would see people pull up and like their baggy clothes and like looking like they just woke up and like everyone looked so rough and you knew like everyone's life was as rough as yours in that moment <laughs> when you're out like on zoom like there's no way to know the only thing that you see of the people that you know is like what they post on social media and it's not going to be the way that they like show up in b hallway in the morning like <laughs> yeah walking, like three flights of stairs like winded literally winded <laughs> at like eight, like 8 a.m in the morning you're not going to see that anywhere but at school because people aren't going to like show that side of themselves so and I feel like the conversations that you had in class, like first block and like before a test are were like, I feel like the things that you had in person were so much more honest. Like people would say things like, you know, like if they had, I don't really know how to word it, but like people were just, I feel like more honest in person than, you know, being in the school environment, but obviously they're not going to like take the time to 
say that online, especially where something like, um, I feel like saying things through text, it's very different than like um, saying that like as a, to a passerby, I feel like even like as much as you trust someone else, um, it just feels like so permanent and like, I don't know if that made any sense. No, it did. Like, no, it. It's kind of like a, almost like a negative stigma towards like posting, oh, like I cried three times today, like posting that on your private story. People are going to be like, shut up. Like no one cares. Like literally no one cares. So if you like saying that to someone, like in real time, like talking about, oh yeah, like I had this and this issue, like my night was rough. They'll sympathize with you. But if you post that on social media and you're like, yo, I had a rough night. Like I literally cried five times. Everyone's going to be like, okay, you need to stop. Like you need to stop posting crying selfies on your story. So like that, you know. That and I feel like it's so much harder to like actually communicate and like, I guess, help other people through, like, I've definitely been on that kind of side where like, you know, you could say something like that um, or talk about like having like a rough time and then you know, you realize that like, okay, what kind of response am I expecting from people? Because anything they say, it's just not like, I know that it's not really going to be helpful to me because of where I am at this like moment. So I feel like being um, at home kind of changed a lot of things. Yeah. Just like the optimistic like vibe that's going around because 2021, the new year, it's mm-hmm. like resolution. You got to figure that out. Like like actually every year I have like a whole list of goals I want to do and stuff but this year the goals were more like the specific like because before it was just like big broad goals and now it's just like small steps like do this accomplish this like doable tasks that I can like see myself doing and I think I'm capable of accomplishing you know what I mean like yeah the pandemic has definitely taken away my sense of like long-term and like short-term stuff because everything just kind of blends into one another and like I can make a goal for six months from now but I don't know what life will be like six six months from now like I don't know if I'll be at school or if I'll like be in like real life with people or will I still be virtual so I guess there's like it kind of like halts the goal making process and kind of like because you don't know the future exactly so it's hard to plan for Mm stuff for something that you have no idea about and I think that's just kind of like skewed people's perception of what they want to achieve as well. I found this thing that was like, you know, toxic positivity sayings and how you can like change that. I feel like, yeah, we've all um, like done unconsciously it. done yeah. it. Yeah. And we've all probably experienced like had someone mm-hmm. else do the same thing to us too. It's just yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I think it's just so normalized. And like we were really like brought up on um, that kind of like, response like we were um, conditioned to every time we hear bad news or any like negative feelings that someone else has to just respond with more positive stuff and like you know on um, like greeting cards or uh, I don't know what you would call them like you know when get well soon type of cards uh, I feel like that kind of also goes hand in hand with like you know if someone like passes away or someone something bad happens to that Mm -hmm. family and you kind of give them card that has like a cute drawing on it that says something about like it'll be better um and get well soon I feel like that also goes hand in hand with like we've all been normalized to think that like that's an appropriate response and I guess it is sometimes but in some cases I think it's better to really like yeah that's talk to actual person with the whole get well soon thing I feel like they just it's literally just saying that we, we just want you to you know get back to normal not really like yeah and like not really processed which 
in turn makes people not really process what they've gone through and the emotions that they felt. So um, there's like a list of uh, different sayings that, you know, instead of saying one thing that may be toxic positivity, you could say something else. So the first one is um, you'll get over it. Um, instead of saying that, you could say it's hard, but I believe in you. So the next one is don't be so negative. So another thing you could say instead of saying that someone is, it's okay to feel bad sometimes. Kind of telling yeah. them it's okay to be not okay. Exactly. The third one, um, instead of saying like, always look at the bright side, which I'm sure some of us have heard it a lot of times, you could say it can be difficult to see the good in the situation, but we'll make sense of it when we can together. <laughs> and kind of like build like a relationship with that person saying like, I'll help you overcome whatever you're going through. And um, instead of saying like failure is not an option, if someone's struggling with something, you could say that failure is a part of growth and that they can really learn from that and it'll help them later on. Yeah, that's like so much better. I feel like I've heard failure is not an option so many times in my life. And you say to yourself too, mm -hmm, like you yeah. think, oh, I cannot fail at this. Like I have to, you know, see through it. Uh, think so the next one is think happy thoughts. Um, so instead of telling someone to just think happy thoughts and telling them to just get over whatever their pain is so they can get back to normal, you can say, um, things can get really tough. I am here for you. So it's like kind of inserting yourself into their situation and um, explain to them that you're going to help them get through um, their tough time and they're not and all, all alone. And the last one, it, this is one that we tend to say to ourselves sometimes too, like I know I do this, but it could be worse, you know? Um, and instead of saying it could be worse, you could say, sometimes we experience bad things, so how can I support you? How can I help you get through it? Um, just acknowledging that it's, a, that it's not okay, you know, that is, it takes, takes effort to do that. And it's important that we you know, make sure we do that. Yeah, I think overall, it's just really important for people to um, as a collective, just learn to be like better listeners and really like help people with situations that they're going through. I feel like we're really quick to like every time we hear something like uncomfortable or negative, we're like our first reaction is to respond with something uplifting. But I think that it's better to just listen and really help the person with what they're going through. Yeah, I think that's one of the central goals for 2021 we all seem to have. And hopefully, we're able to stand by that and sit by that throughout the year and years like um after yeah inshallah inshallah <laughs> well, that's just an interesting way to go into the new year now yeah. yeah positive but but not too positive yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in this week. We hope that while listening to this episode, you were able to relate to a lot of the things we talked about and hopefully become more aware of toxic positivity in your own life and how to confront some of the uncomfortable situations we face in the day-to-day -day lives as we start the new year. Um, don't forget to follow our Instagram at growinguphalal. So see you guys in two weeks. Bye.